Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again for another episode of Boxing News Headlines here on Talk and Fight. And I see we have quite a few things to go through, but it shouldn't take too long. Uh, let's start off with uh, one of our favorite uh, subjects, Eddie Hearn. Seems he's still a little upset with Oscar De La Hoya, uh, criticizing his matchmaking of superstar, quote-unquote, Canelo Alvarez, who uh, Eddie decided to put uh, in the ring against one of his uh, stable mates, John Ryder, uh, rather than uh, fighters such as... Uh, uh, David Benavidez, or again, Dimitri Bivol. Anyway, uh, De La Hoya is uh, officially sick of Hearn matching Canelo against all these British fighters. He wants a change-up with some actual quality for Canelo instead of continuing cherry-picking fodder opposition. Uh, this, by the way, as you can imagine, comes courtesy of my friends over at BoxingNews24.com and the writer Sean Jones, who says, with the way Hearn is matching Canelo, he's extending his career, keeping him on top artificially by swerving the killers that might knock him off the top, sending him to the scrap heap, which some feel would be his fate if he were to tangle with the Mexican monster Benavidez and David Morrell. So Canelo, you know, as we've said before, he's not really fighting the best. And even uh, Christian von Sponek had mentioned this whew, at least a year ago in his criticisms of the opposition that Canelo Alvarez was fighting. Anyway, Hearn feels he's done a bang-up job with the fighters he's matched against Canelo so far, whose record, by the way, is 58-2-2 with 39 knockouts, putting him again, putting in, putting him in against Billy Joe Saunders, Avril Yadrim, uh, Rocky Fielding, Gennady Golovkin, uh, Kale Plant. Uh, anyway, so in this, this regard, uh, De La Hoya has got a point. Uh, Canelo's legacy and popularity have been going downhill lately since he stopped fighting the best after his controversial win over Triple G back in 2018. Uh, when Canelo, by the way, finally did step in last May, he was embarrassed by Dimitri Bivol. Um, if only De La Hoya were less than ecstatic about Canelo facing the Gorilla Rider, 32-5, it wouldn't be as bad. But the boxing world sees this as another example of soft matchmaking being done by Hearn. Ryder is at is as basic as you can get, and he's a dull opponent for Canelo. He's beaten no one of note to view him as credible opponent for Canelo, and you can't count his recent victory over shot 36-year-old uh, Danny Jacobs because he fought him when he was old. Is this the same guy uh, that said fighting Dimitri Bivol was a terrible mistake because the fight was too tough, said Eddie Hearn? Let's just break it down. He continues. In Canelo's last four fights, he's been unifying against Billy Joe Saunders in front of 75,000 people at Dallas Cowboys Stadium in Arlington, Texas, fighting against another champion for the undisputed title in Kelly Plant in Las Vegas, Dimitri Bivol moving up lightweight, uh, sorry, light heavyweight, which everyone said, ridiculous, that fight's too tough, and Triple G. That's Canelo's last four fights, said Hearn. What Hearn fails to say is that Billy Joe Saunders was viewed as a paper champion in the eyes of many fans, and Triple G was old and shot to pieces when Canelo recently fought at Master Plant. He's about to get destroyed by the Mexican monster Benavidez uh, come Saturday. Uh, now he has a mandatory because he owns these belts, a guy, John Ryder, that is number one in the world with a W.O. coming off a win against Danny Jacobs and Zach Parker at Oxford De La Hoya. You can't have a sensible conversation with him, said Hearn. You can't have a sensible conversation with him at all, uh, but you certainly can't have one about Canelo Alvarez. De La Hoya should really show some respect to Canelo, who really kind of saved and changed his business in all honesty, and worry about Gilberto Ramirez the other night. 
he can be 13 pounds over and Jaime Munguia has the worst matchmaking of any career I've ever seen. So just to focus on the present, not the past, Canelo Alvarez has gone. He's left you. He's not coming back. So dry your eyes and let's just all be friends, said Hearn. When it suits, uh, answered Hearn, uh, when asked uh, you know, why uh, Delahoyla was uh, friendly to him in Abu Dhabi. Uh, you want to slag someone off on Twitter and then say, hey, buddy, I don't really get it, but whatever. Anyway, so Canelo versus John Ryder is not pay-per-view. It's part of the zone subscription. In fact, that sounds like a mistake to me uh, that I'm going to have to review because that sounds like too much value. I guess Hearn's talking about Canelo Ryder not being on pay-per-view and on the zone in the UK because it is in the US. Uh, it's on pay-per-view and the fans aren't happy about it. That fight being on pay-per-view in the UK would make more sense because Ryder is, after all, British and someone like the English fans would be more than willing to pay uh, to see them, the Americans. So there's a bit of an update. Now, speaking of Dave Benavides, who apparently is going to smash Kale Plant. Uh, also on the fight, I just wanted to point out for my friends over in England that Cody the Crippler Crowley is facing Abel Remus on that very same night in the welterweight division. There are other uh, notables on that uh, list on the undercard as well, but uh, easily Googleable and uh, go have a look at it. In the meantime, I want to talk about... Uh, what David Dave Benavides is going through on a personal level uh, when it comes to his, uh, his uh, uh, shall we say, uh, fighting partner, uh, Caleb Plant, because he finds it rather laughable uh, that his uh, critics are still on about his, uh, shall we say, uh, weight. Uh, the undefeated former 168-pound champion, undefeated, I might emphasize, from Phoenix, has had to uh, defend himself from accusations of laziness and gluttony over the years, stemming from circumstances that are partially his own doing. As we all know, the 26-year-old Benavidez has the unfortunate distinction of having lost his WBC super middleweight, middleweight title twice, but for both reasons had nothing to do with his conduct outside, oh, sorry, but for both uh, reasons that had to do with his conduct outside the ring. In 2018, he was stripped of his title for the first time, protesting positive for cocaine. Benavidez regained his title with a stoppage of Antony Durrell in 2019, but would lose it on the scales ahead of his next fight uh, against Romer Alexis Ogeo, and that was in 2020. So Benavidez, who's on the chubby uh, side as a child, he admits, still frequently gets mocked reg regarding his weight, including uh, Caleb Plant, uh, the former 168-pound former titleist from Nashville, has often lampooned his adversary by calling him Fat Boy. Well, that is just stirring the pot, if you ask me, so we're going to see a great fight upcoming between these two. Uh, Benavidez and Plant will face each other in a highly anticipated 160-pound, 168-pound grudge bout, uh, March 25th at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. Tickets available, by the way, on TalkingFight.com. In the end, Benavidez... I would be more bothered by, say, having a flabbier midsection than the average elite prize fighter if it meant he would be unable to dominate and knock out his opponents. But that clearly hasn't been the case. He said, I'm, I mean, I'm still, I still deal with it to this day, being called fat. Uh, even Caleb Plant's talking shit, saying, fat boy this, fat boy that. But at the end of the day, all these dudes are cut up. Uh, they're all marked up, and they don't have a fucking uh, knockout. And then you go on the opposite side, and you got someone with that, now, that is the fat boy. Supposedly, he has 26 fights. And he has 23 knockouts. So you tell me who's doing it right. I don't care what people say. Plant, by the way, uh, 30 years old, had 22 wins and one uh, one loss. Uh, thir uh, th sorry, uh, Plant, 30, has 22 wins, one loss, and 13 of his wins coming by knockout. 
in a bodybuilding contest, plant would sweep the board. In the boxing ring, of course, another matter. At the end of the day, they say, I'm fat, said Benavidez. They say, I'm this, they say, I'm that. They say, I'm not dedicated. But at the end of the day, I'm doing my effing job. And when I get and when I get his ass in that ring on March 25th, I'm going to break his mouth. I'm going to make him regret everything he said. And we are looking forward to that fight. Uh, speaking of fights upcoming, I wanted to let you know that we had a great interview with uh, David Light uh, last uh, Friday. Go to TalkingFight.com. Check out Knuckle Up. Check out what Mike Orr uh, had to say about David Light and his upcoming fight in his interview. Um, David Light talks about Lawrence Acoli, who he'll be fighting next for the WBO uh, World Cruiserweight title bout. I thought I'd let you fight fans know uh, that David Light's been doing quite a few interviews of late, uh, but I think we've got the scoop on this one. So check out uh, our interview with David Light uh, on TalkingFight.com, specifically Mike Gore's show, Knuckle Up. Uh, elsewhere around the world of boxing, we see that Oscar Valdez and Adam Lopez will meet in a 130-pound rematch on May 20th in Las Vegas. Uh, that bout will serve as the chief support for the Devin haney Vasily Lomachenko fight for the Undisputed Lightweight Championship, which will be shown on ESPN, uh, ESPN Plus uh, on pay-per-view. Uh, Valdez, by the way, he's 30 and 1, 23 knockouts, defeated Lopez, who's 16 and 4 with six knockouts, via seventh round stoppage back in November 2019. But the fight was far tougher than, ex than expected. Lopez is a major underdog, floored Valdez in round number two before the Mexican Olympian rallied for the technical knockout and the victory. Valdez and Lopez were set to fight different opponents on that particular night. But after Valdez's original opponent came in overweight, uh, the match was pieced together uh, for the following night. So uh, good fights upcoming, including uh, the Anthony Joshua, Jermaine Franklin, the undercard being announced. We see rising uh, British heavyweight champ Fabio Wardley. He's 15-0, 14 knockouts. We'll face American Michael Polite Coffey, who's 13-3 with 10 knockouts. On the undercard of that uh, uh, Anthony Joshua clash, as I said, with Jermaine Franklin, that's taking place at the O2 in London on April 1st, April Fool's Day, live worldwide on the zone. Undefeated middleweight Austin Ammo Williams will also go head-to-head uh, -head on that night against uh, unbeaten rival Felix Cash uh, with uh, Ammo meeting River uh, Wilson-Bent. Uh, as uh, previously announced, Cash 16-0 challenges Matteo Sagnati on that night for the European middleweight title. And also featured is Campbell Hatton, 10-0, undefeated, the son of uh, British boxing legend Ricky Hatton, and he'll be taking on uh, Lewis Fielding, who's 10-7 with one knockout. So there's a bit of news on the undercard on the upcoming anti joshua Jermaine Franklin fight. And that, my friends, is all the news fit to print here on Talk and Fight. Um, uh, the link for the interview I mentioned with David Light, it's on TalkandFight.com, uh, on uh, Mike Orr's show knuckle up that took place on friday it'll be uh easily found on uh, under our episodes link anyway uh thank you for joining me appreciate it remember to like share subscribe hit that notification bell and we'll see you later on at 4 p.m when i join mike core and cedric ben for their show knuckle up <laughs>